This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, as the coronavirus pandemic took hold in the U.S. a few months ago, businesses had to shut down or make adjustments to stay open. Some of those adjustments included extra perks for workers who were going full steam ahead while the pandemic was impacting the country. But those perks, in some cases, have started to vanish as businesses reopen, even if your work is at home or the pandemic is still having an impact in your community. So should there be an ethical concern of what is starting to occur now? Brian Berkey is an assistant professor in the Legal Studies and Business Ethics Department at the Wharton School, and he joins us on the line. Brian, great to talk to you again. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, great to be back, Dan. Thanks. Thanks. I would think that, it, you know, assuming this is going on with the, with a few companies right now, it's fairly short-sighted by the companies rolling back some of these perks, especially considering we still have a lot of COVID cases around the country. Yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, if anything, uh, things have gotten worse in many places throughout the country in terms of the risk of contracting the virus at work, right? Uh, the numbers have gone up in a lot of states. And so uh, what you have is a situation in which uh, workers are continuing to uh, go to work, you know, kind of do the same things that, that they had been doing, uh, in many cases, at greater risk than, say, you know, two or three months ago, and yet companies are kind of rolling back, you know, say, uh, you know, additional pay that uh, workers were getting uh, in the earlier days of the outbreak. Uh, clearly, you know, workers are not going to be happy about these changes, um, but you know, there are many companies who are starting to kind of decide that. Well, you know, we rolled out these, you know, these measures initially, but you know, now that uh, the uh, the outbreaks are um, maybe lasting longer than they initially expected, or it's taking longer to kind of get back to normal, uh, uh, they're deciding that they're going to kind of roll back some of these these measures that they adopted early on. Right, and and obviously for a lot of these companies, this is a little bit of uncharted territory here. Uh, in terms of having to deal with something like this and, and to the extent that uh, the, the impact has really had on their businesses and on the American economy. Yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented for all of us, uh, at least in our lifetimes. And so, I mean, there are serious challenges in terms of kind of figuring out what the best way to, to deal with these these new circumstances are. Uh, but one thing that it's important to keep in mind is that um, there are certain justifications that were offered or explanations that were offered for kind of adopting these measures uh, when they were adopted in many cases back in, in March and April. Uh, and they just had to do with things like the additional risks that yeah. employees were subjecting themselves to. So, you know, um, uh, some companies called the, you know, the, some of the, one of the measures, uh, hero pay, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, employees would get like $2 an hour extra because, you know, they were working in conditions in which, you know, while other people were staying at home, protecting themselves from exposure to the virus, you know, they were out working, uh, because, um, they were deemed to be essential workers. And um, the thought is something like, well, look, if you're, exposing yourself to this significant risk that, you know, you wouldn't ordinarily be exposing yourself to just by going to work uh, and doing so in order that essential aspects of the economy kind of stay uh, open. 
right? Um, for the benefit of all of us, you know, you should get uh, a little bit of extra pay. Well, um, nothing's changed in terms of, um, you know, those workers being exposed to this extra risk. I mean, again, like I said earlier, if anything, uh, things are worse for many yeah. workers in terms of those risks uh, in many of the states where cases have spiked recently. Uh, and so the initial justification that was offered right, is not one that no longer applies. Right? Uh, and so when companies can roll back these measures now, that suggests that there's something kind of disingenuous about their initially stated commitment to uh, this idea that, well, if you're a worker and you're exposing yourself to this extra risk for these reasons in order to kind of benefit all of us and keep the company going, uh, you know, you should be entitled to this this additional pay. Um, that would just imply that these measure, measures should continue in our current situation because nothing relevant to that explanation has changed. So th then what kind of responsibility do you think companies should be taking longer term here, uh, now knowing that obviously this is not just a three or four month thing, but the, this is probably going to be a 12 to 18 to maybe 24 month occurrence that we're dealing with? Yeah, it's really hard to kind of, um, you know, say anything very um broadly applicable. I mean, different companies face different kinds of, um, you know, situations, but it is true that, uh, you know, we're in a situation now in which, you know, we have reason to expect that this is going to go on in some form or other for quite some time. Um, and at least from an ethical perspective, it's important that uh, decision makers at companies really take seriously, um, first, you know, what workers are facing uh, in these new circumstances, right? Um, and, you know, again, the, the kind of early measures that, that were adopted by, by some companies kind of suggested or kind of were intended to suggest that these companies really were taking these things seriously and trying to you know, treat their workers with some degree of respect and uh, you know, take into account, um, you know, what, what they were facing. And, um, you know, that ought to continue. Uh, and that might require some careful planning. It might require, um, you know, making some, some sacrifices elsewhere. I mean, one of the things that we've seen um, throughout the pandemic is this kind of um, uh way in which, on the one hand, we're all in some sense kind of in the same boat, right? I mean, everyone, uh, you know, could get exposed to the virus. I mean, the yeah. virus doesn't care, you know, who you are, uh, you know. Um, but at the same time, those who are, uh, for example, poor or work in certain kinds of jobs, um, in fact, face much greater risks. I mean, we're seeing that, you know, uh, deaths in um, minority communities uh, are occurring at a higher rate than, um, than uh, among whites. And uh, this is going to track to some extent um, economic status and yeah. job category and things like this. Um, and so we're seeing at the same time as everyone is kind of dealing with 
you know, the, the pandemic in, you know, in the sense of kind of being susceptible to, uh, to exposure and having to take measures to change their behavior and so on. Um, we really are seeing that um, better off people are generally uh, more shielded from the risks. They're able to do things like stay home and, right. uh, you know, avoid uh, closer contact with um with other people and and so on and you know this is also something that I think companies who are asking workers to um, you know go to work and you know be exposed to greater risks than um, you know people who are able to stay home are exposed well, to um, you know really should be um, taking into account and taking steps to uh, respond appropriately to the fact that those workers are doing that. Well, Brian, about a minute left, because the other element at play here, I think, was the fact that so many companies were very vocal at the outset of what they were doing, and now they don't seem to be as vocal right now when potentially they may be pulling some of these uh, these perks back. Yeah, and, and I mean, to be frank, this suggests that, um, you know, there's, as I said, there's something kind of disingenuous about what they were saying in the early stages, right? Um, this was, uh, I think, in many cases, a way of, you know, generating some goodwill among the public, getting some publicity. Um, and now that, uh, you know, they're rolling back these measures, they're kind of um, seeing, perhaps, that they're able to do this without kind of getting a lot of negative attention drawn yeah. to them, whereas they got maybe a significant amount of positive attention when they rolled out these measures. Uh, you know, again, um, you know, if their claim initially was that the fact that workers are putting, uh, are taking on these kind of risks that they don't face in ordinary circumstances, um, was the reason why they were adopting, you know, these measures like extra pay and so on, um, that hasn't changed, right? So if they're appealing to some kind of principle that says, you know, when workers take on extra risks for the good of the company or the good of society generally, they ought to be entitled to, you know, say, uh, you know, an extra couple dollars an hour um, in pay, yeah. um, nothing has changed um, in terms of the yeah. uh, kind of um, conditions that are appealed to in that argument. Uh, and so there's no, if that's, the argument that they that they were going with, then um, there's no justification for um, uh, discontinuing these measures now. Brian, thanks very much for your time. All the best. Brian Berkey, Assistant Professor in Legal Studies and Business Ethics here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.